Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am Sensei Raven Akundayo. Sensei Raven Akundayo as James Earl Jones. Lord knows. And I am Brandon Harris Williams. <laughs> Since we're getting closer to the one year anniversary, you figured you'd go back to the old days. Listen, I mean, that it was real deep on tonight. Like, you just woke up or something. I'm like, okay. Whatever. Anyway. James Earl Jones on the healing space. Okay. I mm-hmm. hear you. Y- you do? <laughs> I do, I do. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> not dealing with you today. I'm not. You are. So, this week, we're healing through food. This was actually an idea that our guest, chef and owner of French Toast Connection ATL, Miss Donvina Jackson, had for us. Uh, she had this idea for us to heal through food, and I thought that it was a great topic, as my journey with food is uh, a quite unique one as compared to others. So, I was like, yeah, let's go for it. I'd love to talk about it. So, uh, do you consider yourself a foodie, BHW? I do, but I'm also very picky. Okay. So, so you're a picky biggest. foodie. Yes. Yes. Like I like the things that I like a lot, like in abundance. Mm-hmm. But I don't like everything. And I'm not really trying to try a whole bunch of new-ish. Because it, it has to look like if it stinks or, you know, like... Because some foods have a... a a weird fragrance Do. to them. And it's like, eh, I'm gonna pass on that. Do. Or if it's a little too messy looking or something. Like, presentation is everything. It is. And so it's always weird to me, like, like holidays when folks, like, photograph, or well, t- not photograph, take pictures of mm-hmm. their food. Because, like, <laughs> a lot of these foods y'all cook at home don't look <laughs> appealing. And not to say it tastes bad, but they just don't photograph well. Okay. Like, soul food does not photograph well at all. Mm-hmm. No matter who makes it. And I don't care. <laughs> and I don't care. Say it. You better say it. <laughs> and I don't care. Well, yes, I'm a bit of a foodie. Yes. Okay. That's that. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> From the way that you originally described it, that would be me too. Because I love what it is that I love. Yeah. And I love having lots of it. Yeah. But I'm very picky about what it is that I eat. Absolutely. But, uh, but during the conversation with DV, we go a little deeper into that. Uh, because you know as i've made i believe i've talked about it on the podcast before that it's food is triggering for me you know i'm sure you have at some point so i'm like i'm definitely interested and so do you have like any favorite foods i love uh, taco salad is like my favorite not tacos but taco salad there's a difference okay um We'll, we'll end it there. We'll end it there with taco salad because then I'll start naming stuff and then everybody going to be hungry. So we'll just go with taco Hey, salad. listen. It's fine. We talk about healing through food. Then. <laughs> There's the whole purpose. Yes. I'm not even thinking about bacon and waffles. Come on now. Yes. <laughs> scrambled eggs. Yes, Lord. And then, you know, like Thanksgiving or cookout time. Well, not necessarily cookout, but like some greens with cornbread in them. Or do you got to get macaroni and cheese Wait, with the sweet potato juice greens together? Greens with cornbread in the greens? Like you... Take your slice of cornbread and just put it in your greens. Yeah. You don't eat greens by themselves. Oh, you want some real Southern type stuff right now. Is that Southern? That's Southern. We're going to misfits y'all tune in. <laughs> I mean, not tune in. Chime in. Yeah, tune in. <laughs> tune in. <laughs> Chime in and y'all let us know if you do eat greens and cornbread, if you eat them together the way I described. So it's like a pot of greens and you just put your cornbread no, inside No, I'm saying like it? when you put your... No, 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 no. When you <laughs> put your greens on your plate... Well, okay. you got to do a bowl sometimes because it's like juicy, you know. Okay. Just put your slice of cornbread in them and they just eat it Sop together. it up and stuff? Not sop it up. You literally like... Like green break. juice? You're making it more complicated than it needs to be. I know that somebody listening knows somebody what I'm talking about. It. One of the misfits knows. We have Southern listeners, so I'm sure. I don't even know if it's a Southern thing, but okay. 
If y'all gonna see his frustration just now, <laughs> we're gonna slide right on along. We're gonna go to weekends. We are. How was your weekend? Okay. So I'm not gonna do this with you. No, we're talking about your weekend because every time I talk about my weekend first, you always follow up with you should have gone first. <laughs> so you can go first. Thanks. Oh, so let me try to go long today and then you'd be like, oh, damn, I don't wanna talk now. <laughs> I'm playing. So I actually like got out of the house and did stuff this weekend. Come on, live it's your best just, life. I haven't, I haven't done this in a few weekends, I feel like, to mm-hmm. talk about. So you so. got out and you had a good old time. I did with the wretched, yes. <laughs> okay, Claire Huxtable, but whatever. So I was able to get off of work uh, Friday, so I had a three day weekend instead of a just a two day weekend. Mm-hmm. So I got off work Friday morning. Originally, I was gonna leave like Thursday night, but I didn't plan accordingly to do whatever, so mm-hmm. I didn't leave until when I got off work Friday morning, and I had to take a nap because you know I get off at six a.m. and it's like. Me driving and going to do stuff, it's just, let me go to sleep. Right. So, and then all week has been, it's crazy because I could not sleep past 11. So, Friday comes and my body's like, oh, we're going to stay asleep till like 1230. Oh, like, oh okay. <laughs> the day I got to get on the road to drive somewhere is the day we want to like sleep longer. Fine. So, I finally finished packing, threw all my stuff in the car, whatever. And so, I drove over to Birmingham. And because I went you to high school. Sound like, make it sound like it's around the corner. Shut up. <laughs> I drove right over to Birmingham. <laughs> Get on my last nerves. But anyways, I went to high school there. So I was meeting up with some friends from high school. And then I had family there also. So I was going to see them. I was supposed to be... I was actually going to leave originally from Birmingham Monday morning. That didn't happen, mm-hmm. as you know. But we're going to get there. <laughs> so I got into town. I called my cousins. I hung out with them for a minute. They were like getting their hair done. I hadn't seen them in a minute. So my cousins, my older cousin, uh, like my grandmother's age, older cousin. Mm-hmm. It was like her birthday. Um, so then we went to somebody else's house. And then... Uh, she bought cake and ice cream for herself to take over to their house so they could sing happy birthday to her. I was like, who does that? Right, I was about to say. And she was like, you know me. And I was like, I do. You're absolutely right. This is something you would do. Buy yourself cake and ice cream, take to somebody else's house so they can sing happy birthday to you. You're right. That actually sounds like something my mother would do, too. Is she cancer? Is that a cancer thing? My mother's a Taurus. Oh, well. Yeah. It sounds more like a Taurus thing. It does. Because my mother's a cancer, and that's not even right. nowhere in her. Mm-mm. I don't get it either. <laughs> but anyway. Very much a Taurus thing, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we did that, and then it finally was like time to go meet up with my friends. So I was like, okay, this was cute. Love y'all. And so I got in my car and I left. Um, I met up with my friends, went to this really cute, uh, it's called the Wine Law. Mm-hmm. So it's like mainly like That's a wine a bar, name. right? And then they had little appetizers and stuff. And so we were doing that, we were catching up. Um, and so we were trying to what we were gonna get to eat. Cause we were like, should we just get like a bunch of different appetizers? Should we all get our own thing? And so then we were like, well, maybe we'll get pizza. So the guy was like, oh yeah, it's just the size of the menu. So I was like, okay, so we're gonna all need our own. I'm just letting y'all know, I'm not sharing with y'all. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, but they all like agree basically. Like nobody else said anything when I said that, but they were like, yeah, he's right. Like we'll mm-hmm. just, so we got him. But then they came out and it was like, oh, you should have said the size of like the, the menu open. Right. And then come to find out it really was the size of the menu, but it's fine. <laughs> I still ate all of mine cause I hadn't eaten all day. So then we did that and went to some other little like club or bar that was close to us downtown Birmingham still. Um, and that was fine. Uh, we were outside for a minute, hanging out, and then we went inside and it kind of turned more into a club as the night was going on. Mm-hmm. And at first the DJ was like horrible. We were like, sir, please, please stop. <laughs> but then <laughs> he finally got it together. But by 1130, we were all like, okay, yeah, we all got stuff to do in the morning. We're, so now we're going to have to call this a night. Right. So <laughs> we all left and dispersed. Um, 
the cousins I was staying with originally, um, most of them went out of town on a cruise. Mm-hmm. So I was like, y'all will be on a cruise the one weekend I decide to come. <laughs> so I was supposed to stay, you know, I was going to stay there, but they weren't getting back until Saturday evening. I was like, I'm not going to sit in the house all day Saturday because I could be at home and making doing this. Listen. So I got on the road to leave and I came <laughs> back to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I said my goodbyes and I got back on the road. <laughs> so I met with my friend Marquise um, in Piedmont Park and it was like raining on and off while I was driving. So I was like, what are we going to do in the park? And it's raining. He was like, oh, no, it'll be fine. I was like, okay. And then he got there before I did. And it was like pouring down when he got there. I was like, okay, sir. So really, what are we doing? Right. And so then, like, by the time I got there, though, I pulled up. And it finally, like, stopped. We were supposed to be riding bikes. I was like, okay, that's fine. I know how to ride a bike. Cool. Uh, I got on the bike. I was like, oh, I have not been on the bike in a minute. Listen. Like, bike is not... It used to be easy. <laughs> like Not so much now? Listen. <laughs> My thighs was burning. I couldn't steer. I was like, what are we really doing? Like, goodness. And we were on the Beltline riding bikes. So, you know, it's people steady walking and whatnot. Yes. Lord have mercy. And then, you know, when you go to certain parts of it, there's actually like the street you got to cross to continue on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you almost hit two different cars. <laughs> Jesus. And then they took me like off of the Beltline on one of the other streets. And I'm like, and it was uphill. Like, y'all are really playing on today. <laughs> Like y'all so might be. So if you cross streets, you must have been going towards the park. Then we left from the park. Like we got our bikes from the park and then went. Got the you. Way. Okay. Because I was about to be like, if you were going towards where I do yoga, there are no streets for you to cross there. Okay. Mm-hmm. We we're going the opposite got direction. You. But then we came back. Then we went to this really cute uh, brewery or whatever. I forgot the name of it, so I can't tell y'all. Sorry. Okay. That was like <laughs> looks over the belt line. Um, and then me and Marquise just went back to his place. We watched Netflix and we drank some. Oh, I know the brewery. Brewery. Take your time that y'all went to. Okay. It's on the left. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to go up to get to it. Yeah. Off of the belt line. So you you were literally overlooking the belt line. I was. I was. We were like on the roof-ish mm-hmm. time part of it. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's. Yes. So I got there and then uh, Sunday morning I came back down to Macon um, and I just chilled out. I was like, you know, I had fun. I'm, I don't really want to do too much today. I should have been unpacking or cleaning. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you better say that. You better tell yourself. That's it fine. It is. It is. And so then <laughs> Sunday night, I um, went and had quote unquote family dinner with Janae and Elisha. And mm-hmm. we all caught up. Because um, I guess normally we have dinner maybe like once a week all together. Maybe. Yeah. And so then we were at Chili's for like three hours. It was like. It was like 10, 20, and I asked the lady, I was like, hey, so what time do you guys close? And she was like, oh, 10. I was like, why don't you send something? Like, we quickly, thankfully, we were like done eating and everything, so we just got our stuff. And we right. were like, now we feel awkward. <laughs> so <laughs> that was basically my weekend. So why did you say something, ma'am? <laughs> she was being sweet. He said that the longer I let y'all sit here, the bigger my tip will be. No, like, we literally already paid. Like, we had, oh, like, y'all we giving had, her everything? We had gotten food. And then, like, paid tips and everything. But then we still say that we were talking or whatever. So yeah. we were there so long, we were like, oh, let's get dessert, too. So we got dessert. Come on. Paid again. Oh, and y'all then going in. We're still okay. talking. And then I was like, I kind of looked around. I was like, nobody's really in here. It was like one other <laughs> table. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, so what time do y'all close? <laughs> <laughs> Already? Listen. Because <laughs> I was thinking it was like maybe 11 or something. No, 20 just, minutes ago. <laughs> okay. We, like, quickly got our stuff. Uh, but how was your weekend, sir? So my weekend was awesome. My weekend really, really was awesome. So I made a decision this past week that I was going to jump back into the gym again. Mm-hmm. So since living down here, I went to the gym 
Well, meaning like a gym gym, not like the gym in the complex where I was living or something like that. Mm -hmm. Actual gym. I've gone to once since I moved down in April of 2017. So I was like, no, it's time to get back up in the gym again, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I decided I was going to go back five times in one week, which I was thinking to myself, I don't think I've ever gone to the gym five times in a week before. So I was like, I'm going back hard. Okay. So on Friday, that that made day number four. Mm -hmm. So I went in there, had a great workout. I was going early in the morning. Uh, So, oh, no, no, no. I think I would usually go probably like around 10 or 11. And uh, then I work out for about an hour, hour and a half. And so that was awesome. Knocked that out. And then after that, I believe I came back home and chilled out. I mean, made myself some food and then relaxed for a while because I knew that I was going out later that evening. Mm -hmm. So my friend was in town. And this is my friend who I talked about maybe an episode or two ago where when I was in D.C., I ended up having my very first leather experience oh <laughs> my first kink experience a friend <laughs> so anyway he was in town with his with his leather family oh and uh they invited me to come out to the eagle with them okay because it's what i believe is called black night which is so unfortunate that we have to have nights for who we are as the people at white clubs but anyway can't they just be gay clubs but anyway moving forward so, um, <laughs> it was this big leather and kink night. Uh-huh. So, I went and the, the idea was to mix it with, uh, uh, attire from the diaspora. So, it was like, oh, okay, awesome. This is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So, I loved the way that they incorporated it. Mm-hmm. It looked really nice. Uh, I was glad to be with the family because the family was fierce. I got to meet all of them. So, that was really cool. And so what I loved about it is that, you know, he told me I could invite somebody else if I wanted to. And I was like, but if I don't, just know I'm going to be pretty much up under you the whole time. And he was like, yeah, that works. And he said, and if we go to the after party, you're really going to need to be near me because people are going to have to ask permission in order to touch you. And I was like, that's hot. (laughs) So um, we're, we're walking around and everything. And to my surprise, I saw several people there that I know. And I was like, well, come on. Wow. Who knew? So they would ask me, you know, they're like, well, what are you doing here? But I don't know if it was because of the energy that my friend and I were giving off, but they would look at him and then look at me and then just turn away. And I'm like, "Uh oh, so I asked him later. I was like, is there a reason why there are people who are attempting to speak to me? And then once they see how close I am to you, they leave me alone. Mm -hmm. He was like, because they know about the lifestyle. So he said, them knowing about the lifestyle, they know who I am to you. So that means they have to ask permission in order for them to interact with you. And I was like, it's still hot. That's still hot. <laughs> I love that you think that. Very much so. I mean, keep in mind who you're talking to. You know, like I explained to him before he and I were ever intimate. Mind you, he's known me for many years. Mm-hmm. So he knows me. I'm a very take charge person. Mm-hmm. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm naturally controlling, mm-hmm. you know. So in my day to day, I'm take charge. I'm CEO, you know. I would like to not have to have that kind of power all the time, you know? I get that. Yeah. So I'm like, my thing is, is that if I have an opportunity to give that control over to someone who I trust and I know who will take care of me, absolutely, you know? So I love the whole idea of being able to do that in this space, Mm -hmm. the, the, the fantasy of it all, you know? So I ended up getting to see several scenes that were taking place like there was one woman uh, i guess she'd be considered a dominatrix a madam uh she had a scene with the people in her family where they were human furniture 
And so there was a woman who was a lamp. There's another woman who was um, a dinner table. There was another, there was a guy who was also a pup. And I can't explain all these things. So you'll have to go and do, not you, but our misfits have to go and do research. <laughs> uh, but he wasn't a pup during this scene. He was a uh, a coffee table. Mm-hmm. Then there was another woman who was a chase, a chaise. I always mess up how to pronounce that properly. A chaise, I think it's what, how you pronounce it. What it is, yeah, I think. So uh, it was really cool because they ended up recording it on Facebook Live. And she literally taught a class explaining okay. a lot of different stuff. And I loved, like, she was so intelligent mm-hmm. and so educated on what she was teaching everybody. And I love the way she broke it down. She broke it down so well, uh, talking about, you know, autonomy and and how a person needs to get out of their own way if they're going to enjoy this experience and how if you're using words like I, how that means that you haven't completely given yourself over to it and all of that stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was awesome. She was okay. great. So uh, then I ended up getting to watch a scene with, because my friend's name, his name is Sir Oya. And uh, his sir was doing a scene where he was uh, pleasuring a guy via a single tail whip. And uh, I also watched one where they were using uh, electricity. I hope I'm using that term properly. Uh, pretty much like kind of like shocking the skin and everything. Okay. And wow, like it was, it's interesting. And I told him, I told Oya, I said, it's so interesting to me because none of this is weird. None of this is disturbing. It all seems very normal to me. And he was like, well, one, because you're a freak. <laughs> don't you shake your head in agreement get out my face <laughs> and he said too because you're a scorpio and i was like whatever whatever it just while there were some people that i overheard because he asked me he said are you taking everything in like he kept checking on me he was like are you okay and i said not only am i seeing things but i'm hearing things too because it was open to the public it was free mm-hmm. so everybody there wasn't a part of that lifestyle yeah. So I'm listening to some guys talk about, you know, like one guy made the comment. He was like, I mean, I own a leather jacket, but that's about as much as you're going to get out of me. So (laughs) I was like, it's funny because some people, to some people, it's different. It doesn't seem different to me at all. I don't know. But I told him, I said, I also love being able to see people of color existing in this world. Mm -hmm. Like, it felt really good to see that. I also feel like maybe that played a part in why it didn't seem so strange to me either. You know, it was just really, really cool to see. I loved it. And seeing all of them so comfortable. One thing I can say I really love about the leather community is that it's not about body. Like you don't have to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like there were people walking around with so much of their body exposed and they were thick. You know, some even consider themselves to be fat, you know, but there was no shame and I loved it. Some of the guys getting whipped were much larger guys mm-hmm. and I loved it. It was it was so and the, the people who were supposed to be, quote, quote, unquote, the most attractive people were the ones who were loving and all up on the heavier people. I loved it. There was a freedom there that I love when I get to see that, you know, I've been able to be a part of Oya's world twice now. Mm-hmm. And in both instances, I'm like, I really love it. There's a beautiful freedom in their community. And I'm so glad that he's found it. And he's opened up so much as a person. Like he, I didn't realize how shy he was until he got into this world. 
So I'm like, I'm so, I love that you've made me a part of this world with you. Like, I really enjoyed it. So that was a great experience. So I unfortunately couldn't stay for the after party because I had to get up early to teach class. But he informed me that if I would have stayed, <laughs> if I would have stayed for the, uh, the after party, he had several things he planned to do to me. And I was like, well, damn it. <laughs> now I'm really mad I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like there were several scenes we were watching and he was like i can do that to you later if you want me to and i was like do let, let's be clear do but but i can't stay i have to i have to be i have to be i have to be a responsible adult <laughs> i have to leave so i can teach so anyway um saturday morning i ended up uh, teaching a one-on-one private class with kevin <laughs> and for this this month all of my students uh the the theme of the month is endurance so they hate when I do endurance. That's the reason why I only do it like maybe every six months <laughs> because I put them through the ringer. So yeah, like he hit me up today and he actually told me that his abs were still hurting and I was like, yes, success. <laughs> this was Saturday, mind you. Yes. yes. So I'm like, okay. Yes, feel it. Feel all of it. So that was great. So after that, I went to my barber of which I hadn't been to in a month. So God knows all that hair on my face. So I shaved it all down, you know, looking real real 29 right now <laughs> listen at 38 i can say 29 I, I can say <laughs> but um but yeah so i left there and ended up going to a day party of one of kevin's friends who i guess is an associate of mine i guess kind of working towards friendship his uh his boyfriend what was it his fiance husband like listen they've been together and they're a beautiful man couple the man okay. in his life there we go his partner indeed okay. yeah so um i went to their beautiful home and his boyfriend, his partner, has so much life. He was dancing around that party, good and smashed. Oh, <laughs> it was the life, the life. You hear me? Mm -hmm. The literal life of the party. And so we had a great time, just cutting up and laughing and eating, and that was awesome. But I wasn't done with my five days at the gym, so I was like, okay, I have to bounce because I just looked online to see what time my gym closes. They close at seven p.m. What gym does that? I'm like, that's insane. So let me bounce. So I left at 6, and unfortunately, by the time I made it back to where I live, I was like, I'm not going to have time. It'll be like a smooth half an hour of me getting the workout. So I went to find out well, what time the other gyms around the area closed. All of them 7. I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. On a weekend, you close at 7? Most of these people, they can't usually get there during the week, so this is the perfect time for them to get on my face. <laughs> so They probably think they out in the city, bopping and whatever else. Exactly, in Thotten. Um, <laughs> I ended up making up for it on sunday as i ended up going to the gym at eight o'clock in the morning bless you got, <laughs> got a good workout in and then mind you mm -hmm. mind you a good workout and then yes. made my way to stone mountain to do yoga on top up before me doing all of these things <laughs> <laughs> climbed the mountain after leaving the gym worked my thighs all the way out so go, as I was going up the mountain, I'm like, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a couple of breaks. Mm -hmm. and we're going to meditate in between because my legs are like, I don't know who you think you are. But <laughs> I so I get to the top of the mountain and I meditate for about 30 minutes because the wind was blowing mm -hmm. on that mountain. So I was like, every time I attempted to shift, my mat was like, so we're going to go now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, so clearly I can't flow. So I waited until I think like 12 o'clock and once 12 hit, the wind started to slack up a little bit. So I flowed a little bit and I recorded some and then I was like, okay, I can leave. Mm -hmm. 
So I made my way down the mountain, and I knew that I had a party I was supposed to be going to later on in the evening. Yeah. But I was worn because Sunday made day five of me working out. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, between all this working out and climbing the mountain, my body's like, listen, you have a new chapter that you're starting on Monday, so you need to lay your ass down. So unfortunately, a party I was supposed to go to with a group of friends, I had to cancel. Uh, because I was like, there's no way I can do this and then also get myself together for starting my first day in my new chapter on Monday. Um, so, yeah, that was it. I just chilled out on Sunday night and uh, it was great in preparation for Monday, of which I cannot wait to talk about in good news. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was my weekend and that was your weekend and that was our weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand you. So uh, we're going to exit stage left for a moment. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to get into my awesome conversation about all things food with Miss Donvenia Jackson. And uh, we'll be back after that. That works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. So as you misfits are aware of, this is healing through food. And as I said earlier in the show, this is a very, very important episode for me. An episode that was brought up to me by my guest at this time. She is the chef and owner of French Toast Connection ATL. Misfits, welcome, Miss Donvenia Jackson. Welcome to the healing space, my love. Hi, Misfits. I'm so happy to be here with Raven. <laughs> I'm excited. Right. It's Yay. like this this was such a whirlwind like we we've known each other since the snap of a finger but yet it feels like it's so right for you to be on when you're on like, it's like a whirlwind friend romance listen like we like, sweat each other <laughs> off of our feet like what's going on where did this come from it just feels so right just, okay. i just knew i knew <laughs> from the moment i saw from you i moment, just knew i looked in your eyes and i knew <laughs> and then a celine Se- celine dion right. song starts <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna hold you over the boat like uh like Leo. Yeah, you better please. The Titanic re- and, rendition. And, and I'm gonna make sure that I pull you up onto the door. Right. I'm not going to let you. Yes, there was space. There, there was, was space, space on the raft. <laughs> I will not do that to you. I appreciate it. Save me. <laughs> One of the most selfish acts you've seen in any film <laughs> ever. She had to stretch her legs out. Is that what uh, it was? That's okay. What it was. That's what it was. She gets like, If I'm going to be up here for a while. She gets cramped. <laughs> so she cannot have him. Like, I'm going to have to float back into right. land. Right. So, I need to be able to crack my toes. I know that I love you, but you're going to have to get off of this raft today. Like, now. Like, literally, right like, now. Like, right now. <laughs> No, we can't wait for the sun to come right. back up. You better hope that iceberg don't melt. <laughs> I can't. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> let's get into these questions. Is that okay with you? That's all right. I'm ready. <laughs> so ready. Okay. So when talking about food, how did food play a role in your life as a kid? Um, interesting enough, we, we grew up, well, I'm speaking of we of like me and my brother, um, but grew up not, not rich, you know, we got public assistance. So food was like, we ate better at the beginning of the month, at mm-hmm. the end of the month, you kind of had to figure it out. Right. Um, so for me, it was, I think it was like, definitely eat to live, but 
Um, it was also looking at it as like, wow, can there be something better than this, than what we have going on right now? Um, that, like I said, at the beginning of the month, it was like, hey, you might get some shrimp. You might get a pork chop. Right. Maybe a steak. At the end of the month, it's like, let's piece together the spaghetti sauce. And right. See if I can come up with spaghetti type of deal. So. Yeah. Okay. So on my side of things, growing up for me, the role that food played in in my household, my mother, and I guess this is this is where it starts the 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 gap, the separation, in mm-hmm. most of my friends and understanding the reason why I am the way I am when it comes to food. I didn't grow up <clears throat> eating red meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't grow up eating pork. I was even very particular about chicken in the very beginning. Mm. Like, I still remember around, like, four years old not wanting to eat the meat off the chicken. I would only eat the skin. Mm. And I used to have fits because I would be like, there are veins in them. And Mm. I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, I don't want to eat it. And I was actually punished once. My mother sent me to my room because I wouldn't eat my food. Oh, yeah. You don't Um, waste no food now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, when I was younger, I would attempt to eat bread and I would get sick. Like, Mm. to this day, I still don't like white bread. Mm. Like, even the smell of it is nasty to me. Wow. So, literally, I've always been very particular when it comes to food. Mm -hmm. So, my mom never forced me. She always was like, you know, well, you're healthy. You eat what it is that you eat and everything is okay, you know. Uh, I would go to the doctor and I would get terrified because he's, he'd, he would always talk about the basic food groups and the food pyramids and all that stuff and how, how it's important for me to eat this and eat that. And I would be terrified because I would think once he's done talking about this, I would have to go home and be forced to eat other things. Oh, wow. But I wasn't, you know. That's so good. it literally was a fear that I would have was, oh, my God, they're going to attempt to make me eat things that I don't like, you know. Mm. And so I remember there was one time where I told my sister that I couldn't drink milk straight. And she told me that it was all in my head. I'll never forget it. Wow. And I look back today, and of course, you know, back then it wasn't this huge conversation about being lactose intolerant. Right. But right. <laughs> I look it's actually at, a thing. Right. I didn't make it up, okay? I'm literally, I, my body's rejecting right. this like the plague. You just didn't know what it was called. Thank God for almond milk. Listen, <laughs> I look back now and I'm just like, I wasn't making, and I knew I wasn't, you know, right. but it's difficult to get outside people to understand what's yeah. happening on the yeah. inside, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that was the, the early journey of me and food. It was, it was, it's always been a thing of being extremely particular and being terrified that I'll be forced to eat things. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. That's so interesting. So my next question for you is what are your, what were some of your favorite foods growing up? Um, well, I think ugh, I'll start just from in the house, uh, cereal. Like I love some Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> yes, know? God. And that was the beginning of the month food. Yeah. So we didn't, at the end, it might've been some kicks, but you know, or crispy rice. It wasn't rice Krispies, wow, it was crispy, crispy rice. rice. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, I love cereal. Um, obvious black person thing, chicken. Right. You know, we from Baltimore, yes. which, is an- which is another one of our <laughs> we things. Didn't we that didn't yet. mention yes, that yet. We're both from Baltimore. Baltimore. So, you know, we are both familiar with the chicken box. Come on now. So you better give me that chicken Listen. box with, I'm about to say our Baltimore word, salt, pepper, ketchup. <laughs> Because it is one word. It is one word. <laughs> ketchup, fried hard. <laughs> so, you know, if you're not from there, we don't want to hear about your mumbo sauce. That's some DC stuff. We are talking about Baltimore, full wings and fries, Listen. salt, pepper, ketchup, oh. 
fried heart. The best. You hear me? Oh, my God. Oh, that was the joy. Those Western fries were everything Ooh, for my now life. Now, that's a debate. That Come could be on. a whole debate. Western fries versus regular fries. That's a, <laughs> Some people despise Western fries. Are you serious? Really? Yeah. I'm versatile. Oh. I like both. Come on. You <laughs> better talk about it. Talk about it. I like both. Come on. I like both. But <laughs> don't judge me. Don't judge me. Judge your mother. I was- okay? <laughs> I like- Sometimes I want a Western fry. Sometimes I want a regular fry. I might blow your head off and get a curly fry. Come don't, on. Don't, don't limit tell, me. Tell about- don't put me in a box. You don't put me in. <laughs> Unless it's a chicken box. I had to give her a high five. I had to give her a high five. You better be on time. You better. I will choose a Western fry every time. I love me a good shout out to Chicken Trout. Ooh. On uh, is that Rice Town Road? On, um, Liberty Road. Liberty Road. Listen. Right. Okay. Shout out. Chicken Trout. I've been waiting for a fry. long time to give them a shout out. Ooh, for some reason. <laughs> some reason. Jesus, I just you get saw to go fit. there when I was back home, and really? I felt some kind of way. Mm. That was in my top five things to That's do. That's one while of the I things I do is go home and eat unhealthy. Listen. Like, it's like this is I'm gonna eat some trash food <laughs> and have like and just be happy and sit on the steps. And sit on the steps. <laughs> that is absolutely a northeast thing. thing. Sitting on the steps. That's sitting the yes, steps. Listen. Ain't <laughs> man if it's Baltimore, if it's New York. You just sit. You on, on that stoop. Listen. On, and it'd be like twenty people <laughs> on like four steps. <laughs> But we 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 we've gotten we, so far we, we away from the question. Thing, you know? <laughs> right. Okay, so it, was that it as far as some of your favorite? Yeah, I think out? you know just and again we ate a lot of carry out food. Mm-hmm. My mom wasn't isn't the best cook at all. Bless yeah. your heart, mom. I do love you, but <laughs> you're not a good cook. Um, so yeah, a lot of carry out food were my favorites. It was the chicken box, the cheese steak, yeah. the the Chinese food, mm-hmm. um, you know, and cereal. Yeah, I really like cereal. So, okay. So I'll start off with mine saying, let's, let's be very clear for, for those of you who are younger and you don't understand the awesomeness of what cereal used to be like. Mm. Let's be very clear that Cookie Crisp mm. used to actually be heaven. Listen. I, oh my God. Listen. I literally was just talking about how they, they have done something. They have done something. Because Cookie Crisp do not taste it the does same. not at all. Nothing like a cookie. Come on. I don't know what this crisp that you put in this box <laughs> is, but it is not the original Cookie Crisp. It changed once um, Hershey's became a part mm. of it. Because remember, Hershey's didn't used to be a part of it. I know who Hershey took it. over see? and suddenly it tastes totally you, different. See? It's like when they did that new Coke. Come on. You can't, you know, or, or clear Pepsi. Like, leave well enough alone. Leave well enough alone. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. So, Crunch Berries also doesn't taste the way it used to taste. Mm. That's completely changed. I can so, believe it. So, both yes. of those cereals. Like, I remember being over my dad's house. And he he used to let me eat as much cereal as I wanted to. And I would go ham on some Crunch Berries. <laughs> oh, yes, my God. Yes, Crunch Berries. Milk used to even taste better back then. Oh. God. Well, that's because, of, you know, they didn't add in all the hormones. Right, listen. For these busty cats. <laughs> That, we're, that they're milking these <laughs> these cows are hopped up on goofballs and this is why everybody look all so much older than what they are we out here you gotta ask for id before you talk to me i don't want no smoke with no child laws because y'all drinking this busty milk from the cows busty milk <laughs> That's a hashtag. Um, but yes, my grandmother used to go in. She would cook her butt off. Uh, she yes, used to right. make me home. Well, I call them homemade French fries. Mm. Oh my God. Like, and they would taste amazing. 
And she's the one who made me obsessed with spaghetti. Mm. Uh, it is the one food that I literally, I'm incapable of getting sick of spaghetti. Yes. I've given up lots of foods. I even stopped eating chicken for some years. Mm. Never spaghetti. Never spaghetti. Spaghetti can be every single day. Every you hear single me? Day. All different types of ways to make the spaghetti. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you change the sauces up. Listen. Add cheese. Come, ooh, you, 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 lost, you lost me you cheese. You don't put cheese in it? Mm. <laughs> mm. No judgment. But I, I'm going to give you that. Mm. I despise cheese. Really? Other than pizza, get it away from well, me. Well, see, now here's the thing, and I don't want to take us away, but <laughs> so, you know, there are people that put like American cheese in spaghetti, which mm-hmm. I actually think is kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all, but whatever. If you, <laughs> like, if you like it, I love it, but I think it's gross. Um, but I like, you know, when you, you put, you talk about like pizza, right. pizza cheese, right. when I make spaghetti, I add. The um, you know, like mozzarella, mozzarella or Parmesan cheeses. So it's more of that Italian cheese that actually yeah. goes with spaghetti, mm-hmm. as opposed to like Kraft Deli singles. That I'm I, I cannot with Kraft Deli. I'm done. The individually wrapped. Oh, and they <laughs> and put that in their spaghetti. Yes. Good night. With like a pound of sugar. Now that's some hood oh. spaghetti there. <laughs> like a pound of sugar and that cheese, and it's just like Not. I'm gonna just go somewhere else and eat. I'm good. Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Love and joy. Like <laughs> I just become future at that moment. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Stomach's upset. Uh, my grandmother used to also make what was it? Fried, fried potatoes. Mm. So she'd have those with onions and all yes. that stuff going on in them. Yes, that's so much. Did she take a long oh, time to make them? Yes, she did. You have to slow cook yes, them to did. get them right. You have to, mm. or they won't be right. That's and they would taste mm. so good. Yes, you smell them cooking for like an hour or so before they were ready. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. I used to also be. I used to have an obsession with raisins. Hmm. I don't know where that went because that stopped before I think I was even twelve. But when mm. I was young, I loved eating. I could eat raisins all day. Really? Do you think it, it was, was the advertisement? Remember the California, California raisins? California raisins? Yeah, they were like, it was like a cartoon, right? It was a Listen, cartoon. Listen, heard it through the grapevine. Right. Indeed. And I think that like subconsciously made us like want to eat Once. raisins. <laughs> I know I wasn't here for prunes though. Mm, My grandmother loved prunes. Oh. And I was like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm so good. Yeah, I'm good, love. <laughs> grandma. But grandma. Listen. <laughs> um, okay. So the next question for you is. How has food shown up for you emotionally? Mm. Come on. You better get get into it. Come on. You better get into it. You know, it's it's so interesting because one of the the things for me is that I have realized that Mm -hmm. food is is love Mm -hmm. to me. So um, people talk about like love languages and all of that stuff. And I'm not super well versed in it to tell you the ones. But anyway, (laughs) um, for me, I would say it's I wouldn't. I would say for me personally, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say food has shown up emotionally because then that would that would mean that like for me, that's what I go to right. in a way. And that ends up a lot of times being negative for people because you're going through something. So you, you overeat and mm-hmm. things like that. But what I will say, it has allowed me to express myself emotionally. Right. So when I say food is love, like I'm able to, if I see that you're going through something, it behooves me to want to cook for you. Mm-hmm. And I can I can buy you some food, that's fine. But to me, for me to be able to cook for you and watch you eat and see a smile on your face if you're down, that's everything for me. Um, so maybe in, in its own little kind of circular way, it's shown up for me because I'm able to prepare things that bring comfort and joy to people. Okay. Um, or even solace sometimes. It can be, it can be <clears throat> peaceful. So. So, so being able to... 
make others happier through your food and through your cooking in turn makes you happier. Exactly. Come on. Yes. There we go. I'm a pleaser. There we I'm go. I'm a pleaser. I aim to please. <laughs> I, I aim, aim to, to please. please. Yes, yes, we aim to please. <laughs> At French Toast Connection ATL. <laughs> At French Toast ATL, Connection ATL, we, we aim, aim to, to please. please. <laughs> we, will, we are here to tantalize that palate. Come on. Okay? Oh, oh. It is not a game. <laughs> I just heard bone chicka wow wow. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> Little candles. Light some candles with your French toast, you know. Happy with the food is sexy. Listen, food is sexy. You better make that bubble bath. You're right. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes, you hear me? That's about to be a special. The okay. candlelight, the red light French toast special. Come in, you got to get some rose petals of yes. the bubbles, you Come know. On. Little, a little baby face. Yes. Look, see. You, you better. <laughs> You better come on, whip appeal. Yeah, yes. listen, that's my goal. I've sang, I've sung whip appeal at someone's wedding. Wow, that's, that's fun fact about me. So, you and whip it on me, okay? Yeah, I will whip it on you <laughs> with my homemade vegan I'm whipped about cream to throw the microphone. <laughs> French Toast Connection, ATL. We we aim to please, okay? We will tantalize that palate, and I will make you some homemade whipped cream that is vegan out of coconut milk. Because if you are lactose intolerant, we want you to be happy as well. You better, you have somebody feeling some kind of way on the other end of this microphone right now. Somebody <laughs> hey, listening listen, to this podcast listen. is feeling some kind of way right now. Hey, if you <laughs> are. Wait a minute, she is talking right. to me. I, I Don't will worry, to you. we're going to make sure you get all her information at the end of this interview. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Flip that toast for you, babe. <laughs> I'm here for you. So the way that it's shown up for me emotionally uh, is of course the complete opposite. So mm. that's the reason why we're having this conversation is because we represent a balance, you know. Right. Uh, for me, and this is probably one of the main reasons why I was excited about having this conversation with you, is because most people would more than likely be able to have your story, you know, mm. and the way that food has shown up for them, at least in the sense of joy being somewhere behind right, it. Right, right. Uh, where food for me has been traumatizing. Mm. And... I grew up, once again, not being made to feel like I had to eat different things. My mother gave me the choice. If you didn't like it, okay, you don't like this. Is there right. something else you like? Okay, good. You can eat this. It was always very liberal, you know, right. um, as long as I was healthy. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I didn't get a lot of drunk, junk food when I was younger. So, you know, teeth were always great, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, come we're good. On, you come know? on, teeth. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting now, now I'm like paying extra special attention. Oh, no, attention. things have changed now. <laughs> no. I mean, you're not even a bad set. You, look, you seem to have all 32. Listen, so. I've gone over a year without benefits. That That's makes a, a difference. Hey, listen. listen. <laughs> come on, toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste is a blessing. Yes. Listen, and peroxide. You gotta get it. And mouthwash. mouthwash. And flossing. Yes. Come on. Listen, mm-hmm. I've used all of those to my advantage while I haven't been able to see a dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> so yes, that's why I still have all of right, them. Yes. You've got to put in work so you can get the work. That's right. Um, but yeah, so I, for me, food was always uh, a choice. Mm-hmm. I can choose to eat this or I don't eat that. Uh, also, I wasn't in a because I was in a home where you weren't forced to eat things. Whenever we would have friends over and stuff like that. If you were offered food, if you wanted it, good. If you didn't, you didn't have to. Mm. So it was always very weird to me going to friends' houses or, if we're being honest, other family members' houses. And it being a thing where if you say you don't want anything to eat, 
it's looked down upon, mm-hmm. you know? It's so like offen- they like it got offended. Offens- yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm 38 and I still don't grasp that. Mm-hmm. I've had a thousand people explain to me why, right. but it still doesn't make sense. Right. Because in my mind, your stomach is being made full. Mm-hmm. So why are you worried about what's going into mine? Exactly, yeah. So yeah. it was always very traumatizing for me because I started getting made fun of. I was mm-hmm. made fun of in school and wow. everything, you know? So, and to this day, I still have people who mock me. Mm. So, it's I'm a whole adult. So, it's like, why is it that I'm still being made fun of because of the way that I eat? Mm. And so, a lot of people do it in, jo- in, in a joking fashion right, right. because they don't know my past. And they don't understand right. what that does. Exactly. You know? You know? Yeah. So, it's like when, when, <clears throat> you've, when you've lived a life where you make decisions to not eat things and people mock you because of it. And you're confused the whole time because you're like, but you're literally happy right now eating your food. Right. So why so do what why... I do, what I do or don't do? But that's, that's just crazy because that's so society though. Like that's so Come just, on. everyone is so concerned with everyone else. Yeah. And it's like, ultimately, you know, I, and it, believe it or not, I was a picky, I still am kind of a picky eater. Mm-hmm. Um, I just used to eat a lot of what I liked. Right. <laughs> but there were a lot of things that I didn't like. So I do understand what you were saying about, um being kind of like picked on or whatever. I'll give you a, a just a quick example for me that always rings out. So I was a weird kid that on like my cheeseburgers from McDonald's, mm-hmm. I only like cheese. Right. But for some reason they would never, if I asked them to make like, can I have my cheeseburger just cheese? They would never do it. Right. Wow. Well, I mean, it is McDonald's. So it's right. kind of a lot to ask. Right. <laughs> for them to, I don't know, make, you know, they're like, oh, you can't have it your way. This is not burger King, it's McDonald's. So you're going to get the burger how I give it to you. Even then, they didn't care about you at all. I want that to be McDonald's slogan. Yeah, like while, what? While Burger King is having your <laughs> right. way, McDonald's is you're going to get you're it. You're going to get it. What I want. <laughs> you pull up to the drive-thru at McDonald's and they like, what? What do you want? The ice cream machine is broke. Listen. Always. <laughs> always. Okay. We don't have these cappuccinos. Come on. Have. You can get this strong ass Sprite though. Come on. But... <laughs> Oh God! Um, it was always strong. it's always oh, strong. God. I don't know. It's like it's like one of their training is like you put too much CO two in, in the sprite. That's what we do. It's crack. But but no. But so like when I would go out with like my family and them, and I had a lot of first cousins and stuff like that. We would go out or you know that was the thing. You right. people's always took you to McDonald's. Yeah. So I would get the cheeseburger and I would wipe the stuff off of it mm-hmm. um like the ketchup and the mustard because i just at that age i didn't like it and it wasn't very much cheese on it after i wiped it off or whatever right. but my cousins would always be like why don't you just get a hamburger and i'm like well first of all you don't understand because the napkin leaves the taste that i like <laughs> <laughs> and they all would even then as a kid i'm like these people that work here can't figure out to just put cheese on it right so and you know you in the back seat of somebody's car they're not waiting for you to check your bag to like unwrap the <laughs> <laughs> and then let it be if it is messed up they're like we going home we're not about to send your burger back and wait so I, I mean I get it you know what I mean I definitely get like being picked on for different you know being a picky eater being a different sort of eater than you know a lot of, of people expect right. to be expect you to be yeah yeah it was and funny enough with McDonald's for years all I would eat were uh fries mm. and ice cream and that was because i didn't eat when bread and i didn't eat working. red meat 
when the machine was working. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like, it was a blessing. Could, because for those could. of you who are in Maryland, you know, there's an area called Glen Burnie. Mm. And my sister used to work in Glen Burnie. Okay. So that's what I would usually get my food from. Mm. She'd bring home food and all that kind of stuff. I had all the happy meals. You, you better get those all toys. The Muppet babies, all the toys. everything. Come yes. on. Hamburger. <laughs> and so many kids don't know about them, about mm. Grimace, yeah. about Birdie, about Hamburglar. Do they still even give out toys? I don't. They do, they do, but it's like real random now. Like mm. they started doing bags instead of the boxes and stuff. Oh. Like it's so not fun. It's just like, not. It's <laughs> there's just... nothing happy about your meal, now. right? It's, it's just, just it's just a meal. It's a meal. <laughs> it's just a meal. That we, do, we don't promise happiness. We promise a meal. Hello. That may or may not have all of the items that you want the way you want them. <laughs> but even your baby can have strong ass sprite. Okay. So how has food impacted your health? Mm. Well, you know, I've over the years, it, it has changed. I mean, um, I recently uh, lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. So um, with that journey, the way that I eat has changed um, versus when I used to the way I used to eat. So although I've always prefer, as an adult preferred to cook, mm-hmm. you know how life happens. Um, when I was in Maryland, living in Maryland, I worked two jobs. So I was working seven days a week, um, which didn't allot, uh, much time for cooking. So it was kind of, you know, and, and in my, my, my nine to five, um, shout out to Kevin Dwayne for referring to the 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 job as nine to five mm-hmm. and not as like whatever because we it's just it's so bigger and I got to tell him that but anyway I used to always call mine the plantation oh <laughs> you better come on you better come on especially we in this south listen in this plant in this heat <laughs> don't talk to me today my blackness will show in this heat today don't ask me to do too much my ancestors built this place Ooh. for free. You better talk to him. But anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. Because um, you was feeling something. I was, I was about to go somewhere. I was about to go somewhere. Django it was, it was Unchained. About to become a whole different episode. Yes. <laughs> just because I'm just I'm a little light skinned. Don't think that I don't still feel some type of way. Okay. We was about to heal through emancipation. Yes. <laughs> then yes, and we're not talking about Mimi. Okay, we're about to heal. Where where are my forty acres and my mule? Okay. I'd run that. Run it. Run it. <laughs> run it. Run me my acres. Run me my acres. <laughs> Y'all got enough. See, we about to all right, listen. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> how has Lord. food play how has food played a part in your health? Okay, all right. <laughs> food in my health, yes. Yes. So, um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Um, Mm -hmm. but with, with the, what I did for work, what I do for work and having a second job, it made it very difficult to, um, cook and meal prep and that sort of stuff. So I ate a lot on the road. I don't work a traditional in an office setting. I'm out. So it kind of was like wherever I can grab something to eat, that's what I do. And that impacted my health negatively. Mm -hmm. Um, I had gotten to a point where I was like the heaviest I'd ever been in my life. Um, over 300 pounds at one point. And. And um, it, it took for me to realize that, like, food is not the enemy, in mm. a sense. It's about discipline, um, making time for things. But I also can understand, though, for a lot of people, that's their story. I, either they feel like they don't have the money to eat healthy um, or they feel like they don't have the time or whatever the case. So you make bad choices, Come you on. make bad decisions and you suffer the consequences of them. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, now that I lead a little bit more of a healthier lifestyle, 
Um, I'm more uh, conscious about what I eat and I try to cook more. I try to expand my horizons as far as taste and palate and things like that. I'm more open to trying things that I once wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up, if you're from Baltimore, Maryland, DMV, then you're familiar with Mary Steakhouse. Mm -hmm. And, um, (laughs) you know, which is Mary Steakhouse is just flavored boxes of sodium. Literally every there's all different kinds of quote unquote meats. I'm gonna put those in quotes. And they're just basically flavored boxes of sodium. So stuff like that is what I grew up on and realizing now that that's not the answer. The right. quick is not the answer. Take the time to cook or step outside of your comfort zone and try something different. Yeah. Um so now food is is about being healthy and about being able to be a foodie um in a healthy way and and just just open it opened my eyes to all different kinds of like things because again it's a recurrent thing for me food is love right and if you you know you can love food and being able to do make the right decisions is about you know making the decisions for your health and longevity um and food can do that because you do need to you don't need to just eat to live but you need to eat healthily to live make sure you're getting your protein and your fiber and all of your nutrients and all of these things that if you don't eat right you won't get so you could be you know skinny fat mm-hmm. you could be fat fat or you can be fit and fabulous and eat <laughs> french toast sometimes <laughs> from french toast connection atl <laughs> Oh, okay. So I, I guess if for you it would be food is love. Food is. Love. I guess for me it would be food is life. Mm. Come on. And so uh, I had had this conversation with you before. I have never learned how to cook fried food. Mm. I only know how to bake. So when I'm home, my food is always healthy. Mm-hmm. All I know how to make is healthy stuff. Uh, and I enjoy. Here's the funny thing. I enjoy cooking more than I do eating. Mm. Like the the journey of cooking is so therapeutic for me. Oh my God, I love it. Mm. I could be in the kitchen all day making just things, cooking. you know, just cooking. Uh, so it's a situation for me where I could cook and I don't really have to eat it. I just want to know that you enjoy what you it need was. To that... Bring you on the staff at French Toast Connection <laughs> because then that way I know you won't be like eating pieces of the toast <laughs> while it needs. <laughs> I know that everything that you're you know you're not nibbling right, on I'm it not nibbling, because it's yes. bread and and you love to cook and not eat. So right. it's like he is not in the corner. <laughs> Stuffing his face with like you know morsels of bread. He is the person I absolutely <laughs> can trust. Right, exactly, you're the, you're now the like. <laughs> but yes. uh, but yeah. So the way that it's shown up for me as far as health is, I've never. I mean, I've never really been at a place where I eat bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess when it comes to when I step outside the house, mm. sometimes I can do a little bit much when it comes to fast food. Yeah, but I mean, even when it comes to McDeath. I gave that up. <laughs> I gave that up for almost four years, yeah, you know, yeah. um, and didn't miss it. Yeah. I started eating it again. I think the end of last year, and I was cool because mm-hmm. I knew that if I want to give it up, I you can, can. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that was no big deal for me. But yeah, the the, the majority of the time, I eat pretty healthy. Uh, I do do my best to look out for candy because, of course, like mm. I said, I didn't eat a lot of that growing up. Mm. So once I was introduced to it, it was like, okay, yes, let's candy. get at it. <laughs> you were like. Um, oh, literally a kid in a candy store. Come on, listen. <laughs> but the universe is always looking out because mm. I moved to where I moved to Atlanta. And first of all, when you get down here, 
Even though they still sell Uts, praise God. They, they still sell Uts potato chips. According to where you go, you can't find Red Hots. Mm. And Red Hots are my favorite Uts potato chip. Mm. So when I moved to the area that I'm living in now, the Kroger up the street had family-sized bags of Red Hots. Oh, my God. So I just knew I was in heaven. You just was like but swimming in bags he, of Red Hots. Listen, <laughs> but here's the gag. That's This is how you know the universe is looking out for my health. Uh-huh. Out of nowhere, out of the clear blue nowhere... They stopped selling them. Mm, yes, and I was like, since when? Take these. Get these away from me. Mind you, all the other Uts potato chips are still, still there. there. Only Red Hot's Hand gone. Picked. I was Hand like, okay. I hear somebody you, universe. Like, Ravens here. I, we got, I wish somebody would do that for me in caramel <laughs> M&M's. Because those caramel M&M's, baby. Listen. That is, I, ah, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something right now. Okay. I've been sneaking them. These caramel M and M's oh because my. they're so good, and it's not like I'm like laying in bed just like right. eating caramel M and M's like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're just out. And you're like, oh, there's bag. Let me just grab, get a little bag, a little bit. And I, yeah. So, but wait, I have a question for you. Sure. You've been sneaking from who? From from yourself. From myself. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I told myself. <laughs> I hide from myself. I wear we sunglasses and a hat we when do I that. <laughs> go we into make the excuses. I have a trench coat. <laughs> I put on I put on my trench coat and my hat and so sunglasses. So you don't recognize you. So I don't you. recognize myself. <laughs> and then when I get done, I'm so ashamed. I like throw the bag at the mirror and stuff. It's, it's a whole ordeal. But, like... but see, from a health point of view, it it impacts you when it comes to what you're doing as far as your fitness. Right. You right, know, yeah. like when I do yoga, I have to be careful of what it is I eat beforehand. Mm, you know, so yeah. that's the reason why I love fruit the way I do. Yeah. Because I can have an apple or bananas. And I actually started eating bananas more because I used to, bananas used to be like, ugh. But um, a lot of people are weird with bananas. They though. are. Some they really are. Very are. Weird with um, for me, it has a lot to do with the consistency of mm. it. Uh, but I also like to do a lot of fruit smoothies too. Mm. Yeah. Fruit smoothies, smoothies are, are awesome. everything. Yeah, and then you you know throw a little spinach in there or something. I mean, you, <laughs> if y'all no, you can, can see the look, you if can. you saw you the can. look <laughs> that he just gave me when I said spinach, you, you would have thought I cussed at you. you, you yeah, <laughs> I noticed yeah. you said you can. My my you ex can. used to uh, used to put those in mine all really? the time. He was he like also, sneaking in. No, he would make sure. He was like, you don't need to know what I'm putting in this. Right, but I loved it. Yeah. So that's how I know. I'm like, okay, I could do that. I could definitely yeah. do that. Okay, so my next question for you is, talk to me about French Toast Connection ATL. Not like you haven't been talking about it. Right. <laughs> if you could go Shameless a little, plug. <laughs> a little in plug. depth with us about how you came about creating your company. Oh, cool. Uh, so last year, actually, it was around last October. Um, I, you know, I'm new to Atlanta, just as you are. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love, 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 love about Atlanta is that there is so much black excellence um, is. that is just protruding out of the city. Um, and interestingly enough, the a lot of the people that I come in contact with and befriended all of them were kind of just doing all of these awesome things. Mm-hmm. Like some of them had nine to five. Some of them were just doing these awesome things, but they all had something, uh, AKA a side hustle. Yeah. So I said to myself, I was like, man, you know, everybody's busy doing all this stuff. What, what can I do? What am I good at doing? And I, again, I love to cook. Um, I'm always asked to cook things mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I should try to make some money from this. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, though, are doing that, though. A lot of people are, are cooking or selling, uh, that's me, I'm sorry, selling dinners and stuff like that. So I said, well, what can I do different than what everybody else is doing? And I was like, you know what? I make a damn good French toast. Mm-hmm. And this was just like regular French toast. So 
I bounced that idea off of a couple of my a couple of my foodie friends, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, we love it, and you should do like crazy flavors and just different stuff." Because one of the things about French toast, and I actually get a little passionate about it, is French toast in the in the realm of breakfast starches Mm -hmm. basically or breakfast breads gets a bad rap because very often you go places and it's literally kind of like a soggy piece of bread Mm -hmm. then they throw some syrup on it there's not many places you go and you're like oh this is great right um waffle is the thing everybody loves waffles chicken and waffles red velvet waffles you know you've got ihop with their pancakes and everybody's Mm -hmm. like oh pancakes and now you got the japanese fluffy pancakes everything's about pancakes and waffles you know but i did I take because because French toast is amazing if you do it right, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, it, it's it's better than a pancake. I prefer it to a pancake, and I I kind of prefer it to a waffle because a waffle doesn't have that fluffiness in the middle. It's kind of all crispy a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And French toast, if you do it right, if you get it from French Toast Connection ATL, you'll have that crispiness outside and that softness in the middle. So anyway, um. I decided to do French toast and just elevate it. I started with a, a tasting with some friends, some foodie friends, and just came up with about five flavors. Did it for them. They were ecstatic. They were like, "This is this is Buckhead right here. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, you know, some six dollar stuff. This is not some like, oh, you just making this. This is this is like Buckhead brunch worthy. Right. You need to run with it." So. Started there, um, catered a brunch last December, and that was kind of really the kickoff, and everything just kind of just went haywire from there. So that's that's history, and now we have. I've been through a couple of names, yeah, and I've settled on French Toast Connection ATL. Indeed, <laughs> which you all have no choice but to know by the time you this better, is over. You with. better know it. Listen, if you're paying attention. <laughs> listen, if you want to get to know me, you better Ooh, quote you some better. French Toast Connection ATL. <laughs> Jargon. <laughs> that is not my name. <laughs> okay, so we're getting towards the end. So my next question for you is, what has food taught you? Mm. Uh, it's taught me discipline, mm-hmm. you know, because the interesting thing is a lot of the French toast that I make, I don't actually eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really eat the bread. Yeah. So um, it's taught me discipline. It's taught me to elevate myself, mm-hmm. to expand, open my mind and my thoughts and my horizons to think about things differently, Yeah. to see different perspectives. Um, there's so, you know, you, you, I will say this to you, you are not alone in your your feeling about food. There's mm-hmm. so many people that are going through different things. And obviously with all of the stuff that they're putting in our foods, um, people have so many different allergies that they can't eat a lot of stuff. So for me, what that means is I have to step outside of my box. Right. I have to, you know, now there's a vegan French toast um, that I literally had no idea was a thing or how to make until about a month and a half ago. Right. Um, there's gluten-free, there's vegan gluten-free, mm-hmm. there's dairy-free. So there's all of these different things because of where people are in their life, I have to be cognizant of that and yeah. I have to be prepared to accommodate that if I want those people to become guests of mine at French Toast Connection ATL. <laughs> uh, I guess what food has taught me, well, it's a it's an ever-going journey, you know? Uh, mm. I'm still in a place where food is one of the one things in this world that can make me feel like I'm still a child again. Wow. Uh, because the trauma is still very fresh. Mm. Uh, I never have an opportunity to kind of push myself away from that trauma mm. because I'm always being forced to go back there. Mm-hmm. So 
what it has taught me is that it's okay to be different. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, it's it's okay to not like the same things that other people like. Yeah. But it also has made me stronger. Yes. Food has made me much stronger. Mm. Because I've had to defend myself my entire life because of the way that I eat. You Literally know? a food fighter. So, listen. Listen. <laughs> you know what? You and all these damn quotables on this episode. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's very interesting because... Food has felt like an enemy to me, but has also mm. felt like my closest friend. Mm. So it's a very, very interesting journey. Can I tell you something? Mm. I just, so, I, you know, we had talked about this before we even talked about doing the show. Um, and then now listening to you and, and, and talking about it now. To me, you know, as a, as a chef owner, um, and I'm slowly embracing that title. I was, mm-hmm. a little hes- I was a little hesitant to em- embrace the title of <laughs> chef because I didn't want to be disrespectful to people who had like gone to culinary school and stuff like that. Right. But I was told by some chefs that, hey, you are what right. you are. It is what it is. Um, but to me, though, that rep- that presents a challenge to me. Like now that we're friends and we're mm-hmm. be- like, I want to make you fall in love with food now. Like that's that's a thing for me. So I have to cook for you, and ain't gonna be French toast because you don't like bread. Right. But like outside of that, like that's like now I'm like I want to make him fall in love with food. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just for like that period in time. Right. You know, even if it's just a one night stand of falling in love with yeah. food. Like I want you to have that like that foodie experience at least once, and I want it to be you know from me to you yeah. because we're friends. Yeah. So. That's something I'm going to do. We're working on that. We're the the that. one time I can, and then we can move into the last question. The one time I can say I really had a beautiful relationship with food was when I was living in New York. Mm, well, because yeah, that's a foodie city. When, <laughs> when I moved to New York, it was a change in my life. Mm. So I wanted everything to be a change. So one of those things was I was going to be adventurous with food. Mm, jump out so there. So I started eating in uh, Thai places. Yes. In Indian places. Yes. Uh, I am not a sauce person. So mm. I started putting sauce on, like dipping my food in sauces you and stuff. That's not low. me at all. I dip it low. I Pick can't. Pick it up slow. I can't. <laughs> and the sauce. Dip the sauce. So- dip that into the sauce. Sop it up. You literally do have to pick it up slow. But yeah, so that time in New York was very eye-opening for me. Oh. But it was also because I did it on my time. It's on your I terms. wasn't forced to do right. it, you right. know? Yeah. It was like, okay, I'm going to be adventurous today. And so I did it. Instead of it being a thing of... Because people shame you when it comes oh, to yeah. food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All kind of ways. Yeah. All kind of ways. And that's, you know... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. That's something, that's something that we didn't touch on. Right. You know, food shaming. Even from the perspective of being a picky eater or not liking what you like. Mm-hmm. Or if you are... A heavy person. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who are, you know, overweight or heavy or whatever that literally have a phobia of eating in public because they feel judged. Like people see a heavy person and they're like, you're not supposed to eat. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? Listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, how am I? I mean, I do have to still live. I mean, I know if it boiled down to it, I could live off this fat for a little bit. But, (laughs) you know, we are not in the apocalypse. Absolutely. So I should be able to, you know what I mean? But that's how, that's literally... Though, like, it's a huge thing with, with public food shaming or, you know, especially you see it now. You, you, you're you going out and you're trying to live your life and someone's videotaping you because you, you whatever. Like, someone Absolutely. that doesn't even know you is videotaping you. Why why is this, you know, fat person eating? It's like, yeah. bitch, because I'm hungry. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, so. and on the flip side, you could be somebody where it's difficult for you to put on weight. Mm. And people are shaming yeah. you, telling you need to eat you more. You need to eat more. And yes. it's like, wow, do yes. you want me to gorge? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, yeah. And then that's how you have the people that, you know, these eating disorders. From, Absolutely. You know, binging and purging, which yep. is still a thing. And it was so, I know you remember when we, as we were growing up, because we're close to the same age, although I'm young. <laughs> um, <laughs> That this there was this this whole push because there were so many, especially with women that were going through that binging and purging and throwing up yeah. in the bathrooms of the high school and, and all, all of these that models stuff. And yes, yeah, and yeah. I mean I know it probably still happens, but that was huge to try to get us out of that phase. It was, you know, it so, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, listen, mm. we we both know this is a longer conversation, right? And we may have to have you on the live show this this uh month because you know yeah. we do a live show once a month. Oh yeah, I'm live, baby. Listen. <laughs> we live, baby. Just have me here. So uh, my last question for you is: Now this is separate from food. This is just you personally. Okay. Okay. What does healing look like for you, DV? Hmm. That's a deep. That's a deep question. <laughs> I feel like you should have emailed it to me. So <laughs> Could have prepared a nicely worded paragraph. Um, but but healing for me is just about repairing yourself. Mm-hmm. Getting, you know, trying to uh, and it's funny because I'm gonna I'm gonna use a term that um that I that we use in work. It's getting back to pre-loss condition. Mm. You know, um we go through these things, we become scarred, we become bent, never broken, hopefully. Come but, on, you know. Doing what you have to do to be proactive about your happiness mm-hmm. um, and be proactive about your growth and your understanding of you and the world. So for me, it's just about moving forward um, and being better than I was being, you know, better than I was yesterday, um, every day, every day. Come on. Being better than I was yesterday, every, every day. day. Speak a word. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to have you back for live. Yeah. <laughs> I get deep sometimes, y'all. The, the conversation about food. Like, when you when you brought this to my attention, I thought about it for a minute. And I'm like, I've wanted to publicly discuss mm. food for a very, very long time. Yeah. So the universe doesn't do anything by mistake. You know, there Always. was a reason why this took place. That's why we met. So I'm thankful to you for bringing up this topic as something for us to, to, to discuss, excuse me. Mm. And uh, before we let you go, because you're going to be on this live show, mm. but <laughs> before we let you go for this particular interview, right, right. if first of all, I'd like to ask if people would like to walk with you on social media, yes, walk where would they me. find you to walk with you? You can walk with me and talk with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Instagram, I am at French Toast Connection ATL. Uh, Facebook, French Toast Connection, ATL. Um, right now, I don't do Twitter. Probably would get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, but Instagram, Facebook, I pretty much will respond to you very quickly. Um, right now, I'm doing a collaboration with a pop-up food dining experience here in Atlanta called The Periodic Table. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, for the next week, I'll be running their Instagram page. You can follow that page at periodic table underscore the that again is at periodic table underscore the t-h-e um all those words are traditional spelling so if you don't know how to spell it just google it um (laughs) as far as your uh 
upcoming events. Oh, if people who who are actually here in ATL are coming to visit ATL, Mm. where will they be able to taste some of the French Toast Connection? Okay, so if you're going to be here in Mm. the next week, July 14th, as a part of that collaboration uh, with the Periodic Table, we are doing a ultra-exclusive brunch experience. Mm -hmm. So if you follow my Instagram or their Instagram, you click the link in the bio, you're able to buy your ticket. Um, And that brunch, again, takes place July 14th from 1 to four mm-hmm. um which is a great way it's a it's a contribution of 25 dollars if you want to come um and that particular event is is something that's huge for atlanta that's given by a dynamic woman by the name of grant um who runs a, a company called infinite ag uh which is uh, like short for infinite in agriculture yeah um so but yeah check that out um definitely come to that event in September, I will be doing the Taste of Soul Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I will be there and have a space. Um, you can definitely come. That's actually Pride weekend. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know about you, but the food at Pride ain't all that great. <laughs> so you can you can come on down to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium that Saturday, September the 1st. And that's where the Taste of Soul Atlanta will be. Um, and, you know, there's some private events <laughs> that I'm doing in the meantime. Right. But if you are here, you're here for the weekend, you live here and you just want some french toast mm-hmm. then hit me up <laughs> and we will make it happen i deliver you know I've, I've had people call me and say hey i don't feel like making breakfast today right can you come through with some french toast yeah here are my prices mm-hmm. i will be there what time do you want it right. so you know um but yeah look look me up um on those things and like i said definitely the the periodic table event is something dope i think that um that and again, I'm sorry, I don't know if I mentioned this a second ago. I literally lost my train of thought. But that's an event that's geared towards uh queer professional women mm-hmm. in Atlanta and allies. So not just women, but queer professional women and their allies. So um if you are a part of that or even if you're not, you just want some French toast, click the link in that bio, follow those pages at French Toast Connection ATL at the periodic table underscore the and come to that event. I'll be there with my uh smiling face and my sexy French toast. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here on The Healing Space. Food plays a huge part in mental health awareness, Mm. and a lot of people don't really pay attention to that. Mm. So thank you for uh, bringing this conversation to us. It's an important one to have. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And, and, And I do, you know, I listen to the podcast. I'm a regular listener, and I will say this. I appreciate your your transparency all the time and your transparency about this subject. Cause some people can be transparent about the raunchiest things, but you talk about something kind of like this and they get apprehensive and they don't want to share. So I appreciate you for that. And although you didn't agree to it, I appreciate you (laughs) allowing me to try to make you fall in love with food. That's (laughs) happening. I'm doing that. I'm muscling you into it. It's the Baltimore in me. Like I'm not taking no for an answer. I have to start with Western fries. Apparently, (laughs) (laughs) that's your favorite. (laughs) All right, guys, we are going to make our way into good news. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't. But no, seriously, that was another great interview by Sensei Raven. Thank you. I was about to mispronounce your last name, so I stopped myself. <laughs> How you've known me for way too many years. I really was Listen, about to mispronounce I say it. my name at the beginning of you every do, but show. How often have you heard me say it? 
Exactly. Okay. So. Ekundayo. And there we go. Bip. And so. <laughs> I cannot. Now, mm-hmm. it's time for good news. Ain't it? It is. You want to share your good news first? You want to share your good news first? I can share my well, first. Well, no, because you shared your weekend first, so. See? Well, ladies first. There That's we go. What I'm doing for you. Bip. What? Only reason why I be wanting you to go first is because you're forever <laughs> talking about, well, I only, ain't no reason to say nothing now because you didn't say I should have went first. You, so are you sure of the news that I have to say? Are you sure you want me to go first? No, I'm going to go first. Okay. Like I said, originally. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. so this past week, uh, it's been probably my most productive week writing-wise, creatively, since the year has started, honestly. Come on. So, um... That's my good news is that I'm really getting back in the swing of like writing and like working on it. Cause I think, like I said last week, I'm just trying to get back disciplined and like really keep at it to complete stuff. Yeah. So last week it was a really, really good start. I'm trying to keep that up this week. Indeed. Cause you were writing your ass off. Listen, <laughs> I feel like every time I hit you up, <laughs> you and those characters were having a powwow. I was like, come on. Our whole Ponderosa. Listen. We yeah, I better be around that writer's table. <laughs> <laughs> they sliding you notes about how they feel. Indeed. Yeah, some of them, some of them could come into the table with sunglasses on, um, being divas. Right. Listen. Because I know if you saw the tweets, uh, Stephanie was tweeting. Me and her were tweeting back and forth last week about the characters. I was so loving what y'all were tweeting. I'm like, y'all better have a whole conversation and feel each other. Yeah, they black just come writers. In and take over. Mm-hmm. Like, they be all in your refrigerator. Like, they be like Listen. in the bathroom when you got to go in there. Like,. <laughs> Excuse me, please. And they don't go away until you finish writing. Indeed. So it's like, I they might said, as well. You're not done with my story. Maybe you know, like they pay rent. Hello? Uh, and we're going to be up in your bed until you finish. Do. I can't go in there and take a nap. <laughs> Stressful. Especially in your world. You got whole families, bitch. You can't get nowhere where you live. <laughs> I really ain't. That's what, yes, what I'm working on right now. It's like so many damn characters. It's Listen. Like, <laughs> they said you need a bigger house. <laughs> Listen, okay. He said, forget Grey's Anatomy cast size. Hello. I'm trying to compete with Game of Thrones over here. Like, <laughs> okay. They said you got several people you're not going to see per episode. <laughs> and you won't. Because you cannot adequately tell the story with everybody there every week. You cannot do it. Can't. What is your good news, sir? Ooh, so, my good news <laughs> is probably the most important good news I've had since the start of this podcast. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear. You all... (laughs) You all have been on a journey with me from the beginning of the Healing Space podcast. With this journey, I've been very transparent with you all. I've let you know that I moved down here in April of 2017 without a job. That between wellness, between yoga and Reiki and meditation being able to help me out financially i've also had friends and family that have helped a brother as i've attempted to figure out why on earth i can't find employment down here but god had a plan (laughs) and uh, i would probably say in may probably mid-may i ended up finding up finding out about a position through a dear friend and i went to have an interview and during the course of that interview, something clicked. <laughs> this position was the position that I've been waiting for. Uh-huh. And I got the I got the job pretty much right after the interview was over. Mm-hmm. During the interview, I got the job. Um, 
So I ended up having to go up to Baltimore for two weeks. What? And that's the only reason why I didn't start sooner. But they let me know the minute you come back, it's time to get started. So I started that job on Monday. And I am working in my passion. This is a mental health podcast. My new position at my job. And I don't even know if you can call it a job because I'm working on my purpose. Ah! <laughs> I hey. am working with young adults who are battling mental health issues the the even bigger blessing is that the vast majority of them are in the lgbtq community when i tell you he shows up and he shows out <laughs> like i i can't even i can't put into words People have been asking me over the last couple of weeks, are you excited yet? And I'm still not in a place of excitement, but I am in a place of gratefulness. Yes. I am deeply, deeply grateful. Not only for the the people who have shown up in my life over the course of this last year, but I'm grateful for myself for not giving in and giving up. I vowed that no matter what, I wasn't leaving Atlanta. And I can say now that I was a man of my word. I did not give up. I did not give in. And I'm still here. Come on. Come on. And it is going to be so wonderful to get up every day. Like, I get to work in my passion and get paid for it by the government. (laughs) Then I get to come and do the podcast. And we can talk about mental health and all the ways that we heal. And, like, literally, my life is encompassed by my passion. At 21 years old. God spoke to me and told me what my purpose was. Come on. And at 38 years old, I can say that I literally live my life in my purpose. I'm about to kick something over. Like, the vision carries. <laughs> come on, come on. Listen. Yeah, yeah. The good news don't get no better than that. Like, <laughs> that's great news. Screw good news. That's great news. Listen. See, and that's why I went first. <laughs> that's exactly why. So um so yeah yeah yeah. So I'm I'm in a I'm in a great place right now. I'm in a great place. And uh cuz I had to pause for a minute cuz I'm like I don't even know where to go after that. If you'd like to walk with us okay. on social media. <laughs> I know there was more. You can walk with THS at THS podcast on Instagram as well as underscore THS podcast on Twitter. Yeah. I forgot. You're the one leading good news. Let me shut my ass up. Go ahead. Listen. There's so many like uh, platforms. I mean, I forgot them all. So you said Instagram and Twitter already, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. And you just, Lord, forgive me. (laughs) So you can listen to us on uh, Google Play, on uh, Apple Podcasts. I was Mm going to call it iTunes. On (laughs) SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on Overcast. Um, you just go to THS.com and find... THS all, Podcast. THS Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, I don't know what that is. <laughs> they would have been like, who is he, who is he on top of? What's Ooh, happening right man, now? Wait a minute. This is a different type of healing. T- it's more than one way to heal. There is. Okay, my bad. But when you leave that, go to THSPodcast.com <laughs> and you can listen to us. <laughs> I cannot with you. Um, if you would like to walk with me, you can do so. Uh, just call me Otis on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can walk with me at Scorpiogi across all platforms. And if you want to get a dose of us as far as live, you know, we go live every third Thursday. You can find those on our YouTube channels. 
I say channels right now because right now there's one on my personal page right. and one on the Revolution page. <laughs> but it's going to be Revolution from now on. So just look for Revolution LLC on uh, on YouTube. And uh, starting this week, you're actually going to get to see our channel on IG. We're doing our very first IG channel video. So make sure that when you go to THS Podcast on Instagram that you look for our IG channel. That's going to be real cool. We're going to be doing our Culture of Pop on there this week. Bow. Mm-hmm. Brandon going to be Ciao. talking to y'all about Whitney Houston's documentary. Mm-hmm. <sighs> got him in his feelings. It. it did. It did. He I also has some, he got some things to say about Issa Rae, too. So, y'all definitely Now wanna... I do. <laughs> so, y'all go ahead and make your way over to our IG channel. <laughs> Listen, you got me real pumped when you were talking about it. So, I'm like, oh, wait, what you got it's to fine. say? It's some things you're going to discuss also. So, don't stress yourself. Oh, I'm a, I'm a... <laughs> You, you figure you put me on the spot too And I will And that's fine And that's fine Cause we all about healing mm, We are That was my Baltimore accent Healing Healing <laughs> Healing That's when you don't You don't raise your tongue That's the Baltimore accent I told you Baltimore Mother Father yes, Come on <laughs> Why my voice get deep when I said it though I don't know Whatever <laughs> Anyways <laughs> We're going to go <laughs> Make sure that you check out our new IG channel. Um, and make sure that you're also commenting, hashtagging. You can hashtag THS Podcast and Let's Get Healed. Let people know that you're listening to us. You know, as we say, this is your healing space. And until next week, we love you all so much. And namaste. Namaste.